Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Star Wars Visions Season 2. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. How we doing today, guys? Today. How we doing today, guys? <laughs> I mean, it is pride. There um, you go. Hey. <laughs> uh, eh, same as ever. Still alive. Everybody's breathing. Mm. Ed just fell out of his chair. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> just on the ground. Being attacked? No, I can tell if he farted or if he's just got... Oh, your cat? <laughs> oh, uh, cats. But I was just like, oh, what is that? Descriptive audio for the visually impaired. <laughs> okay. Very much so. Well, that's everybody. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> God. Rip. Gas, yo. <laughs> I think it was Ed. It wasn't the cat. Uh, I know, what he, dealing... I know Ed... what he eats. <laughs> As Ed is dealing with a biological weapon. All right. Ed, would you like to let the listeners know what we're talking about today? Maybe Absolutely. I should. <laughs> today, we are discussing the events of Visions Season 2, Episode 6. The Spy Dancer. Is it Spy Dancer? Is it, is it, I'm pretty sure it's the Spy Dancer. Oh, it Not is the Spy Dancer. Sorry. I, I, uh, I mistyped that. Don't worry, I said sky a bunch of times. She's too, flying through the like, sky, man. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah. no, no, episode six is the spy dancer. Thank you. We're going to discuss what happened in the episode. And then we're going to call out as many Easter eggs as we can find. Uh, it, honestly, great episode. I, mm-hmm. Easter Solid. eggs, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I saw any. There are a few cool things, but the, the era that they put it in fits perfectly with like rebellion stage. Mm. So... For Easter, like you're gonna know, you're gonna know everything that they have in there. Oh yeah. Don't know how much you're, Easter eggy thing it really is, but like the, honestly, the only Easter egg that I think, and it's not much of any, it's more of like a historical Easter egg. Like this was mm. the one we've seen so far where it was so clear, like what time period in his in real life history they were basing it off of. Oh well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 but exactly, like if you know anything about history, like it was like, oh, okay, we're doing this time period. Cool, cool. I, there is oh. a story that it made me think of right away, kind of. Oh, interesting. Not, not okay. the exact same thing, but right away. We've read it. So that should, uh, when I mention it later, you should. Like we read it on the that. podcast? I believe so. Interesting. Believe so. But this is like in our early, early stages. Yeah. One of the first ones we've Oh, okay, it. okay. Um, but stay tuned. And if there's anything that we miss or if there's anything that you want to say that we haven't or anything like that, Please contact us. There's many ways to do so, and Noma's going to tell you how. Absolutely. Uh, so, as always, one of the easiest is our website. That is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we've also got our email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and it's very much appreciated. Uh, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Uh, now, if you've been listening to any of these recently, then you'd know we're also promoting our Twitch, so I'll do that again as well. That is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, right now, we're on one to two times a week. Uh, that is usually Fridays starting at 6 p.m. and then going till somewhere between 9 and 10. And that is uh, Fridays starting at 6 and then usually going between 9 and 10. Uh, on those days, that usually starts with uh, my Arma games. I am with a group that does Star Wars, uh, Star Sim Arma, and that is the 91st Mobile Reconnaissance. Uh, those are a lot of fun. It's, if you want to see me running around in armor with a bunch of uh, other degenerates, I mean, upstanding, fine people, um, <laughs> you can uh, find us there. Uh, <laughs> and then on Tuesdays right now, uh, I am collabing with a VTuber friend uh, who is ironically named Roomba Friend, and we are doing Project Zomboid. So if you want to see uh, last time on Project Zomboid, me getting eaten by zombies right at the end, um, and Roomba on his 16th life so far. Nice. Uh, I'm on three, he's on 16. So yeah, there's a little bit of a discrepancy or a disparity, but you can find us there on Tuesdays from 10 p.m. to usually uh, 12 or 1 a.m. Uh, EST. 
And uh, honestly, if you're interested in watching us play any Star Wars games, any games in general, and give us our uh, give you our thoughts on it, let us know. Uh, I've been looking at there is a mod for an old game called Star Wars Empire at War uh, Awakening a Rebellion. Um, I can try that out. I've done a little bit of it, but I can try it again. Um, you know, any of the old games as well. I, I heard recently actually from someone on the 91st, there's a VR mod for uh, Jedi Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I heard about this. And so that, I was like, oh, okay. Hell yeah. no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> You think I want to do that stupid bike fucking mission that you're zooming crazy for and have a heart attack? Absolutely. The speeder bike? The one where you're like going through the canyon and everybody's firing and chasing you? Fuck no. You turn around and try to blast them or whatever. Just just hold the gun backwards and spray and pray desperately. Maybe. No, no. It'd it'd be hella fun for the Uh, first few for sure. Those jumps mm. would feel amazing. Right up until you break both your legs from a 20 foot fall. (laughs) You start falling into lava. You're just like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Take that off. Yeah. That actually, the breaking the legs thing on uh, my uh, armor operation yesterday, I got out of the destroyed juggernaut, fell. Ar- Arma's a very fun but very glitchy game, and so it basically shot me 10 feet into the air, <laughs> and then I fell like 25 feet, broke both my legs, and passed out immediately. It's from Skyrim. It's just... <laughs> Remember when Skyrim would get hit by a it's... troll or like a giant, and you just go, <laughs> get sent. No, and, and, and it's they call it Arma moments, like everybody does, where like even our juggernaut would like hit a rock and just and, get... like. Do do just a barrel roll, yeah. just immediate, and would be like, "Cool, are we all gonna die? Are we gonna land wheels up and yeah. not die? Only the gods know." Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get a couple of people to watch and enjoy our content as well. But yeah, we're open for basically anything. Uh, so yeah, give us a shout and let us know what you'd like to see the three of us uh, bumble our way through. Anything that's <laughs> Twitch streamable. Yeah, you. obviously. <laughs> okay. I'm not like what. <laughs> Just saying. I know I said I'm a degenerate a couple of minutes earlier, but come on now. Like within recent. And with that said, thank you guys. Uh we do have our spoiler warning right now. If you've not seen the spy dancer, go watch it first on Disney Plus and then come to listen to us talk about it and then let us know what your thoughts are by the ways that Noma just gave you. With that said, let's get into the credits for this episode. Wow, I'm so happy to see so many troopers back at Lois Follies. Um, we missed you. We missed you too. Uh, uh, oh, I've never seen you here before. You are so lucky. Best uh, show in oh, the galaxy. I'm sure. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> wow. All right. So, as we said at the top, this is Season 2 Visions, Episode 6, The Spy Dancer. Uh, so the animation studio is Studio La Chachette. Uh, the writer is Julien Cheng and uh, Gabriel D'Entremont. Uh, the director is Julien Cheng as well. And the music is Olivier de Rivière. Uh, I'm hoping that my French-Canadian studies are helping with that French pronunciation. But if I mispronounce anybody's names, I do apologize for that. Why? Um, <laughs> right. Tele français. Oh no! Tele get out of here. <laughs> I, again, going nah, back nah, nah. to I, I, uh, I was talking. I was talking with someone on the ninety first who's from France, and I literally said those words. I just went. Uh, Tele français. And he went, shut up! Yeah. Shut up! No, <laughs> like, never. Yeah. <laughs> so even across the pond, it's it's uh, well known. That's so uh, which funny. Which I thought was really funny because I, I wasn't sure if it was fully French or or French Canadian. It, it's French. It's uh, Ontario government made it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. Er- it's terrible. Um, but yeah. So uh, once again, uh, I'll talk about it after the synopsis. But um, Studio La Chachette, I think, is as the first scene was ending, I went, "Oh, I know who, who what you guys have done." Um, and I've seen one thing that that studio has produced. Uh, so I'll talk about that later. If the series that they did is really, really good. Um, so I I am very happy that they're getting more, um, I was going to say notoriety, but more attention yeah. uh, for their work. Because it, it, this the animation style is really It's nice really well done. It's, it, it did not surprise me that it was French. 
when you see that kind of like beautiful because uh, i've talked about another french comic before i'll bring it up as well yeah that has very uh different but kind of similar in, in terms of how uh wonderfully vibrant and beautiful the art style is Blowy. Uh, yes yeah 100 percent um but yeah all that all that rambling aside the plot itself again it's visions it's fairly short uh what we're basically brought up to speed on is there's a bunch of stormtroopers um of course imperialing this planet uh oppression suppression all that good stuff that the empire does um the stormtroopers basically are doing a checkpoint they get brought to this uh it's not cabaret theater totally not this isn't world war ii germany what are you talking about um and so they're they're brought inside. They're you know the the uh, this woman Ed's kind of like talks right them up. Well, okay, again, it's you know, so true though. It's so true. Yeah, it, it's like I said, it's it's more of a historical Easter egg, but it is yeah. very present. I never thought of that until um, you brought that up. That makes so much oh, sense. Like, oh, there's, there's two things yeah. you can you can draw it to, but yeah, yeah. And there there was a movie the, that came out uh, that I was also like, are we gonna do a? Probably not. I'll talk about that later. I, I really um, thought so for a bit. <laughs> Palpatine had showed up and been like, all right, okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Yeah. <laughs> Three. <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it, it was, it was like, it was one of those little thoughts in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, so this, uh, this, you know, sweet waitress, I think her name in it is uh, AT, um, basically like, talks up the stormtroopers, brings them to their seat, and then goes up to the main uh, area and then, you know, reveals, you know, I, I don't want to play the sweet to, to the, I guess the, the matron of the, the, and the main dancer of this not cabaret. Um, saying like, Oh, how long do I have to keep playing up the sweet waitress? Like I want to help with this rebellion. Um, so we meet the, the main character, uh, Lu um, Louis. Um, and she basically says like, Oh no, you're not ready. You know, we, we, this takes time. We have to, um, be subtle about this and then she ends up talking with uh the kind of resistance engineer john um so we see the situation unfolding right there there are um obviously resistance or rebellion uh fighters they are you know using this as as a way to put trackers and get information from imperials to help the rebellion out um but louis is getting very impatient with you know feels like they've been doing this for a long time nothing's happening um, John basically reassures her, like, oh, we're so close, we're so close, don't worry. And we see him working with TIE fighter panels that'll come into play later. Um, so Louis starts the dance. It's very, very beautiful, like Dan said, very flowy, very, um, very enrapturing. And we see during it, she's, you know, uh, planting trackers on the stormtroopers and their gear and um, being very subtle about it right up until uh, she realizes that there is, I think it's, there, it's supposed to be like, with his uniform, it's like ISB, basically. Well, it's like it's um, Director Krennic. It's like that kind of uniform. Yeah, like that high-level kind of ISB stuff. Um, and that triggers a flashback with her where we see kind of like Avatar Last Airbender style that um, the Empire came into the, her village in the past and, as she then later explains, killed everybody and take her son. Um, so she freaks out when she sees the ISB officer. It makes her trip. She almost splats on the ground, but uh, AT comes in and, and uh, saves her. Everyone thinks it was just like a recovery from, you know, messing up a dance a little bit, though. They all love it. But Louis is really freaked out by it. And she basically tells everybody to go and to take the underground passages to meet up with John so she can just straight up Assassin's Creed the officer. Oh, like, it's even sick. a fucking like wristband. Yeah. With like a thing that comes out of the, of the underside. I was like, OK, sick. We're so she does a second dance, uses it to propel herself up to the officer. But when she goes to kill, uh, kill him, realizes it's not the, uh, the ISB guy because he was ancient and this guy's young. Um, so a lot of things happen because he's got a K2 droid with him. That's his security. A big fight where she basically outmaneuvers the Imperial officer, gets him onto the roof. The K2 tries to um, kill her with a bunch of the stormtroopers as well. But AT shows up and then the, all the cat, her and the cabaret droids all basically fight off the stormtroopers uh, and the K2. AT takes like a blaster graze, um, but that's it. And then at the top, Louis is fighting the officer and, um, and through a bunch of, you know, obviously I'm paraphrasing this, but this was actually a good twist. I didn't realize it until like literally a line before she said it. Um, but he basically said like, what do you want with me? What do you want to know? And Louis reveals like, oh, you know, this, the, all the stuff that happened to her happened 20 years ago, which means that her kid would be about the officer's age. And then we get that reveal. The officer, the ISB guy is actually her son. Um, that the older, I, or the last ISB officer kidnapped and then raised. Um, so he has a, a 
he's fair, he's conflicted for a little bit like she hugs him and he she he tries to push her away but then doesn't um and then the imperials come in to basically retrieve the officer um louis escapes as the att or as the yeah. ATATs. Um, there's like 10 of them dr- yeah there's there a bunch as, as, what are you talking about no there's well, a there, lot there's two there's two at first and then when they zoom out there's like four more yeah um, it's a okay. huge amount yeah it's ridiculous and as as they try to uh recreate the scene from rebels season three yeah. mm-hmm. um or season four no season three um yeah with canon and louis and 18 basically managed to escape uh we see that the ship that john was working on with the tie panels is a it's kind of weird i was the one thing i was like why do you need tie panels here because it's a uh corellian blockade runner um that just has tie fighter wings bolted to the sides make it look like the shuttles i think looks like that well it's 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 like it's well if you look at earlier there's another earlier thing where there's like the tie i think there was a section where there's like a tie like basically like a shuttle with those kind of wings on it. The thing um, he was trying to make it look like that so they could escape easier, I guess. In univ- in their own universe. Yeah, kind of yeah it's like their own design. Universe. Yeah. Maybe. Um but yeah, so anyways, they escape and, and we get this whole thing of and it, it was one of the things where I was thinking, like, ah damn it, this is one where I want to see more of a series, right? Yeah. Um, because she uh, Louis basically says, like, okay, he has a way to find me now and I have a way to find him. It cuts back to the ISP officer, he's on um, the bridge of this proto star destroyer. Yeah, it, it looks kind of interesting. There's wide dimensions. Um, yeah, the, the doing his top, Darth Vader moment. Yeah, the top's different from like the top's different from what a normal star destroyer would look like. The bottom almost looks more first ordery, and it's only got one shield projector. Yeah, instead of two. Um, but yeah, he's doing a very Darth Vader moment, and then it turns out uh, Louis uh, left her kind of like brooch with him, and when he opens it, he can see that. Um, it's it's got this little hollow projection of him as a kid, so that he knows it's true. Um, he takes off his own cap. Oh, uh, something I haven't mentioned is they're almost like Zabrak. They've got like the the, the species. Yeah, have, I don't like, know what they would horns. be. I thought they were Iridonian for a second, like, and I was yeah, like, Iridonian yeah. or something maybe. Maybe yeah, it's like maybe. a very subtle Demaronian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. John Johns are the same as everybody else's. They're just small. Yeah, um, yeah. But so when he takes off his cap, we see that his horns were actually removed, so that he looks more human. Um, and you know, he's got the same heterochromia eyes that, yeah, that Louis has, but because he's got the eye patch, you know, we wouldn't have known. Um, and it just ends on that note, basically, which is very interesting. Um, like the little, the little flicker of light on the black screen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because we see on the brooch that Louis gave him, she put a tracker on it. Um, and that's blinking. And so the scene ends with that little blink and it's like, oh, it's very cool. It's very, it's, it's the kind of like really nice, very artistic symbolism that, um i've i don't want to say come to expect but is like i guess very classic with french media yeah um and dofus had a lot of it as well um and so there it's it was like oh this is very cool it's very very uh vibrant as opposed to you know we were talking about um the last episode which had a lot of rich colors but very muted and kind of a uh, satoshi kon style um, and this one, it's just vibrant. It's yeah. just these really bright, very nice, very um, kind of calming colors to them. Um, it's really, really interesting, too, because the art style, like I said, I basically, as the first scene ended, I was like, I'm pretty sure I know where I'm relating this art style from, because it's another show that's also very vibrant and very colorful, but like 150 times more violent. Um but it, the biggest difference is in that show, the line art is very uh, thick and hard and, um, you know, kind of l- typical of animation. The one thing that was very cool for me with Spy Dancer is that the line art is much more, um, it looks like a graphic pencil, right? They're not full black lines. They're kind of like broken up a little bit. There's little dusty edges where it kind of is like, the little graphene uh, brushes across it. Um, there's no, there's not a lot of full thick lines in it, and so that really gives it an appearance of kind of like a not necessarily young child audience, but like a uh, you know uh, younger to I guess like early teen audience. Uh, it's, it's very kind of like a comic book, like young comic book esque. Um, it's got that kind of a feel to it because of the line art, because of the vibrancy. And I thought that was very, very cool how it translates across. Um, 
like I had kind of mentioned before, there's a comic that I've mentioned. I can't remember when, but I know I've mentioned it on this podcast before called Black Sad, um, which has a kind of similar style, except that one's all uh, water and oil paintings. Um, and so that is, but it's that same vibrancy. The brushwork's different, but the vibrancy's there. And Black Sad's also French. Um, so it kind of comes full circle with that. Go read it. Go yes. read it. You it's must so good. read it. It's still, <laughs> it's it, so it's good. all the right feels. It makes you feel a whole bunch of different ways. Yes. But they, every panel they put passion into and you can see it. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous yes. graphic novel. Yes. It's yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I, I'm so happy that Ed's also seen it's it. It's rated like, R, Ed's... I would assume from what you've told oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Black side. Well, it, it's, yeah. It is very noir. It has to be. Yeah, it's very um, noir-esque. It's very visceral. Especially um, for the time period that they write yeah. it in, too. Yeah. Um, but it's... God, it's... Yeah, I read it as soon as soon as Noma talked about it the last time. Yeah. I, went and I looked it up and I found it. read the whole damn thing. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm, it's so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy you did because, man, it, it's, it's an experience. <laughs> and now Ed um, is de- dealing with the other cat. That's they're dead. killing me today. I don't know what it is. It's biological warfare. <laughs> And even yeah, if even the Febreze won't knock it out, oh man! Yeah, open the windows, Ed. <laughs> they are. Oh no! Oh my God! Fan is the fan on full? <laughs> no. Yeah, deploy the fan. That'll help a little bit. Um, while Ed is is recovering from that, I'll talk a little bit more. To, <laughs> He's <laughs> falling over to get the fan. Dies. Um, so Studio La Chachette, uh itself, I like I said, I've seen one thing um, that they've done. Um, they've done a lot of other things, and one of them I'm kicking myself because I've I'd meant to see it, uh, but I, I haven't watched the show yet. Um, so a couple, of, like I said, a bunch of them I haven't heard of. Uh, Le Collège Noir, uh, Mehdi, uh, Mui. Uh, they did an episode of Love, Death, and Robots called Sucker of Souls. Um, then there's another one called Kairos, uh, Mune, uh, Day Trip to the Aquarium of Doom. Uh, sounds interesting. But the one show that they've done that I have seen and is very good um, and like I said, it, as soon as I was watching, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure Spy Dancer is made by this, or may, also made this, uh, or Spy Dancer Studio. And that's uh, Gennady Tartovsky's Primal. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, nice. I was like, oh, shit, they did Primal. And so that's why in my head, while they were doing the cabaret thing, I was like, okay, is Palpatine and Vader going to show up and we're going to get a fucking Inglorious Bastards yeah. version of Star Wars? Um, nope, didn't happen, which is fine. Um, but because Primal so brutal and visceral, that's why I was thinking that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, I feel like I've been talking for quite a long time, so I do want to hand it off. I did see. I just um, looking at their IMDb quick. They've hmm. also done an Adventure Time episode called Beyond the Grotto in 2016. Okay. And they did another show called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Don't know what that is. Hmm. But uh, yeah, there's some pretty interesting like like credits that they have. Um, like I've watched Adventure Time. Adventure Time's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I actually haven't. I have. I've seen. That's a show that you'd love. It's really, really, really well done. Um, Adventure Time is really funny. Yeah. yeah. And like, there's like uh, very much like an underseated like storyline <laughs> that you don't it's, see until like three quarters of the way through it. That's yeah, it's insane. Or like, it's just like this. Oh, like it, it gets crazy. Yeah. Like um, it, it, it mine it mine melds you really I, well. I, do you care if I say one thing that okay. So basically, like, halfway through the show, they, they tease it a bunch in the beginning, and then around, like, a third of the way into the show, they reveal that it's actually a post-apocalypse. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it gets intense. There's, like, a lot pretty, of, like, other theories of other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. the whole thing. Nice. Um, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. as, it's, it's, it's got the same thing as Clone Wars, where, like, the, fir- the beginning of Adventure Time is very kind of kiddy. Yeah, and, and then it, it gets it's, real. It is still funny. But yeah, it, but then it starts to ramp up into some real crazy dark stuff. Yeah, cool. And um, the Ice King's voiced by Tom Kenny, who does SpongeBob, so that's also yeah, good. Yeah, and George Takei is an evil heart. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's a lot of there's some craziness. really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna say just yeah, go ahead. Ed. No, is you you already had it in your head. Go for it. I, I think I've been say, sitting on mine for a while. We're just watching through this, like looking at the animation style and stuff. Like you definitely feel. Like pulled into the series, I I love. Yeah. I don't know why it stood out to me so so much, but immediately it was like the bro stormtroopers are like, yeah, bro, we're gonna hassle these civilians and then go watch the show, yeah. and then they like they jump like the guy pulls up on his like weird like 
uh transport thing like the imperial transport mm. thing they're like yeah man let's go and they're like, they're like chatting with the guys like getting on this on the thing and there's like one stormtrooper who's like really fat and i'm like it just stood mm. out to me i was like aren't you a little fat to be a stormtrooper come on now um, stretchy armor that's yeah, why it's exactly, exactly. off any shots Ostoid, it's amazing uh but uh yeah i know i thought it was really well done the like assassin's creed moments and stuff like that was kind of cool the ribbon dancing was really interesting and like just showing how there's different ways that the rebellion can kind of share itself throughout the galaxy and have its own kind of um way to manipulate the imperials in a way that makes sense for them um, mm. I didn't expect that the child was going to be like, I thought they were just gonna like, oh, we took your child and like, you never see him again. Right. I yeah. wasn't expecting it to be like, oh, I'm your child. Cause when it, when it was a younger guy, I'm like, oh, she realizes that she's gone too mm. far into the rebellion. It's like, you know, almost saw Guerrera esque where it's like, I'm willing to do anything to, you know, put it to the, the empire. But then she sees this younger guy and I'm like, oh, maybe she's like realizing like, you know, I'm a little too far gone, like with this vengeance thing. And then realizing, that's, yeah, no, that's interesting because that's what that's why I mentioned Avatar: Last Airbender when I was saying it because yeah. I I kind of thought it was more of like, um, if season three when yes. Katara is trying to hunt down uh, the admiral, yeah, um, who killed her mom, and that pause being like, oh, it's not him, yeah, shit, I just blew everything for nothing. But she realized um, in that moment though, it's like, oh, it's my son. It might, yeah, yeah. I, I think she realized it might be, yeah, because she he had the um, cane, the same cane that the other guy did. Which yeah, is what she yeah. says, right? I mean, it's like a lot of together slowly, yeah, as it keeps going. But yeah, like I didn't realize what they were leaning up to until she said, um, it was twenty years ago. And I went, Oh fuck, so that would mean yeah. and then she says, You would you would be about that age. And I was like, Oh, oh shit, okay. Yep. Um and then yeah, that, that that was good. Well done too, where like you can see the baby's eyes, but then when you see him, he has an eye patch, so you can't tell if it's him or not, based on mm. the eye color either. Well, they did it really smart because he's crying the whole time in the flashback. Yeah. You don't see the open heterochromia until the very end. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that just kind of, yeah, brings it even further. Well, there's like little moments like that where it's like there's there's a lot of story here without there being story. Mm. Like we don't, the, I looked up the species of like um, uh, Louis, but like there is this like humanoid. That's all it was. Mm. Um, in the are human species. Yeah. Mm. And then like just in general is a really well done 13 minute short. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I have not watched Primal um, or any of the other stuff except for Adventure Time, but mm. I'm definitely like my my cousin really loves Primal. He just bought like a, a Blu-ray set or yes, DVD set I, of it. I've talked to him a lot about Primal. Yes, and so <laughs> I think I might have to watch that with him now that I've seen this. Um, so I think he'll be, be it, happy to hear that. I know it's not the same, like, but like it's the same studio, so I'm the, definitely the, down to yeah. It. The warning I'll give you for Primal is that. It's not as dark as it's like Conan almost esque, but like it, it's more... very. I mean, it's it's Conan esque. It's just much more violent than like the Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 very bloody. It's very visceral. Yeah. Um, they do not skimp away from certain issues. Yeah. Um, it's it's not the darkest show I've ever seen, but it's it's one there. of yeah. Uh, it's why I really like it because it's. There are, pe- there, are fight- there are people that try to fight a T-Rex and they die to the T-Rex in the ways you would assume... A T-Rex would, would rip them apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, it's really, really good. Um, the, I think my, my biggest critique of it is that... Um, and it's such a minor critique. It's the same problem I have with Gurren Lagann, where I'm not usually a huge... Yeah, right, and I love Gurren Lagann. Um, and it is the critique of I do not usually like it, when a very happy story does something at the end to be like fuck you yeah. you're gonna feel sad now yeah and so primal and gurren Logan both do that and both times i was like no stop it yeah and also samurai jack that's the that was also uh, was like, no stop i'm not seeing the end of that yet just, oh just give me something to feel good at the end yeah i had to go to like a Let video game to get that version I of the samurai rise jack. again yeah <laughs> but but yeah it's good it, it's it's very very well done ed so with the initial part of it, it reminded me of Lords of the Sith with Cham Sindula and his like first mate. I can't remember her name. Mm. Isval. Isval. Where yeah. she she used to be kind of kind of cabaret and not cabaret, sort of mm. escort almost kind of for Imperials and stuff like that. Or like, hey, hey. Let's go to Narshada and let's, you know, find some stuff and all that. Mm. Like, you know, 
This totally one first... isn't. This totally isn't Alamingo. Yeah. yeah. Look... <laughs> and so I, I thought it was, I thought it was that at first, and then when I saw it really was cabaret, it reminded me of Yakuza, because the seats and everything. Oh like yeah. That. When you know, because <laughs> that's, that's when you're playing game. Majima. Yeah. And, or, yeah, and you're sitting there. The and worst just mini like, game of all time. I remember that there's because again the fat guy too. There was mm. one there near like four yeah, girls around yeah. him or something like that, right? So I immediately start seeing that. And I was like, Haha, okay, but then. I really loved like the water insurance from that frog alien dude who was going on. Yes, that was really interesting. That was really cool. It was like liquid, yeah. Manipulating it through the force almost because he wasn't touching. Yeah. Usually, when you're using water instrument, you have a spoon or something, some kind of instrument that's gonna Mm. like hit different tones. It's like a a vibration thing that he was using. Some maybe his throat, something I don't know, but it was freaking cool and just directing it like this. But um, that was cool, and to see how she was just like. All right, let's do this. And then just like Assassin's Creed, you freaking mm, just leave yeah, the yeah. down. I was like, okay, this is awesome. With the <laughs> with the ropes and everything like that. And I mm. love the way they did the Cirque du Soleil thing where like yeah. just had everything everywhere. But it at that point, the sensation it gives you, because Noma, you talked about the visual build. Mm. Don't um Dan, you talked about I don't know what I was gonna say Doma. Jesus Christ. Yo, I'm Doma. <laughs> the fusion. I am, I am now Doma. Um, <laughs> But you talked about because like, I said yeah. Alamingo, so the Doma has to. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, oh, I was, I was like Alamigo. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. You, you were like, you were like, yeah, the vibrancy of it and everything. I was like, yeah. What I took from it was the effect more so, where it's just like as she's coming down and she's doing that trance-like movement with everything whipping around and her gliding across people and everything like that. It's very mesmerizing. It's yeah. very entrancing. Like you said, it pulls you in. Like you want to see the rest of the series, and you see that image. And that's the image they used for the cover and event and everything too. Like she's in the white and she's trailing all this stuff and everything. So you're you're enraptured by this. So you're not going to see the trackers. You're not going to see anything. It works brilliantly for their plan. The spins, the disappearances, the everything like that is perfect. When she spots dude, yeah, it completely loses it. And she comes back down, and it's just like, I am now vengeance incarnate. The white's gone. It's just red. Yeah fucking phoenix red so there's orange and red all this anger and the emotion you get from that and and her eyes are locked in she's like a freaking panther ready to strike this guy right Mm -hmm. you see her with the the assassin's creed stuff right when she attaches the new bracelet on it's like oh so you just keep this in reverse just in case well i was like okay and you see uh, how far the blade comes out so it's Mm -hmm. like you don't even need to like jab it in you just need to like she showed you how she would do it earlier when she passed by the the new Mm -hmm. guy right subtle sweep across and it's just like i don't even need to shove this thing out although i can just go and you're done so i thought she was gonna pull that but again the anger and the rage and striking fast and hard orc thinking style like red strike fast strike hard (laughs) go like those were the emotions that felt like the the studio was trying to evoke Mm. from everybody so it's like you see that and it's just like the music all of a sudden it's getting faster and it's changing it's weird and you get all that and you're just kind of overwhelmed for a sec until mm-hmm. that stop on a dime and then it's just silent and then she sees it and then k2 droid comes in and tosses it yeah the like initial the initial catch when she freaks out the first time and at comes down she's like oh we saved it it looked great everybody was like oh it's part of the act like it mm-hmm. really did to us obviously no but to them yeah 100 yeah, yeah. because already they're enraptured by everything that came before so it'll slip up like this it's like oh man we're getting a great show tonight is she yep. gonna fall? Is she gonna? Oh, I don't know. Like, What's gonna happen? Do, yeah. On, right. Mm. This, this isn't Dick Grayson's parents. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, right, right away, like, she's like, okay, she's gone into phase two. Oh, she's changed. K, um, K two unit, right? Mm. Oh shit! Starts and when it drops down and wants to scrap, it's just like, okay, you guys can't beat this thing. You get the whole moment of AT coming back and being like, no, I'm going to help. I'm not going mm. anywhere. I'm going to help. Doing all her crazy stuff. I'm just like, all right, look at the apprentice go. Yeah, she's proving she has some skills. She could be up to, oh, no. They're firing. Mm. They're firing. Oh, she's just pirouetted. And, oh, I'm mesmerized again. But she's junior. So she's, like you said, with her kids and everything like that, mm. she's got the light pink. She's not doing as much flowy moves and stuff like that. But it's like watching Ryu fight and seeing Sakura. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you see the flashes there and you're just like, you've got the Hadoken that goes two feet, but you could do it. Yeah. You just got to practice. The, 
the part where it comes to full fruition is when uh, the K2 tries to, to pull Louis down yeah. and then AT fucking wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, but, and that's, it, yeah. that's exactly the part I was going to go to next. Oh, okay. yeah. as, soon as, dro- as soon as it dropped, I was just like, that's a K2 unit. And if you've been playing Survivor or anything, or you've seen them before, <laughs> beefy, it's not done. It mm. will still move. Kill it. Yeah. yeah. Kill it somehow. And so when she's a standing, it's like, I did it. And then the leg grab. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Like, you're you raised by the blaster. Now you're going to And then John comes up with a freaking saw. And again, kid moment, because I love how they actually cut away from yeah. it to be like, mm. she can see it. And it's probably going to have an effect on her for sure. But like, just the, the okay, Terminator moment happened. almost, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And then you see the lights flash out and you're just like, okay, now you can relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remind me of Crisis Core where Angelo's just like, oh, you, you turned your back on Emmy, dumbass. What are you doing? You mm. never do that. Oh yeah, thanks for saving my ass again. Um, <laughs> but it had like I was getting shades of everything from this, like the whole Isabel thing. It was just like you know she went back for vengeance and everything like that until she found somebody she could save. Now mm. it was just like okay, now that you figured out this is your son, you want to save him, kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. Um, I want to know why the hell the guy took him in the first place. Yeah, Out normally of, they were just raising like... the town. What was this actually his son? Mm-hmm. Because like you call that man your father or whatever, it's just like so he didn't know and just took a random really. Like, did, did, yeah. the, the guy, did the dad like the the did imperial father actually, figure? Did like, he shave off the horns or did the guy shave? Like did the kid oh, shave the, off his arms? Hundred percent, the father did. He mm-hmm. paid for the medical if, procedure or something to get them removed as a kid, but probably yeah. scarring. Right? If I had to like spitball an answer, like if he was because you know he uh, the dad had the same uniform ish. Um, I could see it being like an ISB plot to be like, okay, so well, we abduct someone, have them be raised Imperial. And then we're like, hey, your new Imperial governor is a local. Yeah. yeah. He'll, yeah. he knows your culture. Yeah. Quote, 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 quote. Yeah. I mean, that's right. basically yeah, what happened. He hasn't grown you up here and trust him. You exactly. just look like him, so you yeah. can trust him. It's yeah. It's like, okay. No, it, it was, there were a lot of good overtones and everything in this story. Mm. The point with the, because I was so enraptured by like, okay, they just fought and everything. And now, like, the dropships come down, the troopers run out, and she's already taking off. Yeah. And he's there just in a stunned state holding then, on to this thing. Yeah. They're basically dragging him off. And I'm just seeing the two AT-AT heads behind there just being like, oh, shit. The <laughs> angle of that was cool, the shots yeah. of them going it off, and great. she was, like, kind of running up against. You you can see the blast fire and how close is it and everything. And when, again, I thought she was going to get disintegrated. I thought, I thought she would, I, either her or AT was going to get caught mm. full on yeah. by an AT AT blast. Or like the, maybe like if they were like like going to grab the rope or the ribbon or whatever and like it shoots it the ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. The, you, all the stereotypes it thought you thought of, a, what, or the tropes, sorry, you thought was going to happen that didn't. Yeah. It always yeah. twisted and turned somewhere or just disproves you're like no it's not happening it's actually a nice ending yeah shit everybody's, like, have everybody's I been alive for not nice endings for so long yeah, like, yeah. Saying, Noma, where it's like <laughs> where it's good to have one and i wasn't ready for it and she was like huh. deflecting the blaster bolts with her like long like thin metal rod yeah. thing that comes out of her arm like that mm. was insane I mean, you, you've she's never not a jedi Assassin's Creed and deflected somebody's sword with a little hidden blade but, she's, but she's not a jedi and the blaster bolts are like so? lasers man so it's, Look it's, at how she, it's she's like d- dodging right? all the blasters i'm like yo you're insane I love it. she's yeah she's got deck saving throws times 10 Second vision. Double vision. Like, when you're, when double you're vision. Vision. You i'm actually listening yeah. to that book right now i just finished i finished lesser evil and i finished thrawn number one again Okay. Have you finished Lesser Evil? Almost. Okay. Almost. There's, there's, you, if I finish. Dominator, Lesser... don't tell me if there's a twist because no. I'll be really pissed off. As soon it. as you finish Lesser Evil, immediately listen to the first five first minutes one? of the first one of because like Thrawn. Because it makes sense. It's so, it? okay. Like as soon as you listen to it, you're like, they set it up perfect. It was good. It's good. Okay. No, but you gotta listen to them. Come on now. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, sorry, uh, speaking to, to something that you had said earlier, yes. uh, where it with the color change, like that, that was something I was very impressed with was when the curtain comes up on the dance floor originally, it's a very deep blue purple, okay. it's very serene, it's very calming. But the inside of the curtain, when it comes down and she's realized, is like a reddish orange. Yeah. And so that helps with that color shift. And it's so. And that emotion nice for the viewer. Especially because it looks like the, the clothes just absorbed it, kind of yeah, thing. You know? Yeah. Because what that feeling it gives you with the bluish purple. Have you ever seen that scene of like some. The, 
I don't know if you guys watch Fantastic Beasts or not, but like when the oh, child yeah. falls into the water and yes. it's swaddled yeah. in the white cloth and it's just kind of like yeah. drifting there but slowly mm. and you see like the blanket going and all that and you can't look away. Mm. Kind of thing. It's it's um Lestrange's um leader Lestrange's uh bug art turns into this thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And so it's just in the air floating with that and everybody's like, Why are you scared of like some weird moon? Mm. Just like you see that and it looked like it as she was doing this for a sexual you're yeah. just like like that's what ha- it immediately captures you, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah underwater kind of thing. Seeing the frog, thinking Mon Calamari display, it's mm. not hard to like stretch that to be like, eh, no, we're taking shades of it. You just couldn't make it to Mon Cala, so you came here. I love how, um, I love how they got the two I, I, dumb guys in the front row. That's so funny. Right. I, I never thought I would hear a positive point about the second Fantastic Beast movie, but that is a good there point. <laughs> Do we follow only? Yeah, seriously, to be followed by the damn ending, which is just... uh, But anyways, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, overall, like, I still really love the episode before, but this one is damn close. I think they're all very good in their own right. In their own right, yes, but in terms of, like, really evoking something from me, like, the last three, I think, because the one with um, the Sith Apprentice, who didn't know she was a Sith Apprentice, 100%, Mm. the last one with, you know, figuring out your way and conquering yourself... And then this one with just, you know, taking that moment, taking that breath, finding yourself again and be having renewed purpose yep. and everything mm-hmm. with that. Like all the messages of Star Wars anyway in three different episodes Agreed. have all got to you somehow. Mm-hmm. And, I think and yet. <laughs> yeah, the big the big main one can't realize. But I think I think what also really helps with these last two episodes is like we've said it before with visions and with season one and season two these all work with star wars you could see these being star wars tales oh yeah um but for the last two episodes especially they fit in the slots perfectly where you could be like i could see this being a actual like real canon star wars story absolutely right the last one would have been old republic and this one would have been empire yeah but they're they're both so well grounded within the universe rules that yeah, they could be legit canon Star Wars stories. As much as I love the twins, yeah, it's not. No, it absolutely cannot not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. ever exist in a canon Star Wars setting. I mean, it's as it's as canon. Ray, <laughs> it's as canon friendly as Episode Eight yeah. is. Let's put it that way. Yes, yeah. noble phantasm, uh, go. Yeah. However, Ed, now that you've seen, oh, now that you've finished Gurren Lagann, yeah, no, I still think, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> He's, the the thing, Star Wars just doesn't take it for him. He just can't no, do no, it. No, no, Here's the thing. Gurren Lagann, it worked because I was ready to believe the bullshit. Anything. That's it sets yeah, you yeah, up yeah. to believe the bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. It's set up perfectly for it's like, all right, we started off here, and then they connected through a drill to almost fucking decapitating him. <laughs> but it's it's connected now, and it works. Yep. And you know what? Don't ask sure. questions. Oh, and we're getting bigger. Oh, sure. You know what? At this point, I don't even care anymore. Let's see what you can do. We're throwing galaxies. Mm. Sure, we can sure i don't care it, it's cool yeah. whatever we're gonna start off yeah at the end with the twins. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's no. fair that's... you gotta go what if you gave me like 20 episodes of the mm. twins it if you gave us a girl login season of the twins yeah exactly and, and i understand that too because the one thing i do love with girl login is when they're like what does spiral power do anything yeah it can literally yeah. when, when they yeah, when they give you a rule that is just like it just breaks reality it's like yeah. okay it's now like, we can, can not play. see why the anti-spiral was so fucking terrified yeah. of this shit and yeah. like, yes i what if one of them was i just want to break the galaxy just to do it i'll make a new mm. galaxy the fuck you how many people did they kill how many people did they kill doing that fight jesus <laughs> christ who knows it depends how many intelligent races there are um oh man i do want to talk uh um touch on something else but i don't want to get too off track so i'm yeah, I'll talk about it after good. the podcast but yeah any other last thoughts on this episode uh really good episode i don't know if you're still listening to this and haven't watched it if we haven't inspired it yet you should, really should you can get your mm-hmm. own kind of emotional spin out of it or it's really whatever well you can connect it to but you will see assassin's creed for sure like if you don't <laughs> see that you haven't played the game <laughs> at that point but Hey, get ready for Mirage coming out this year, October 20th. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ubisoft, be... please send us free copies, please. <laughs> I actually know somebody who works at Ubisoft. It will be a video game. Um, Ubisoft I should, Toronto? I should, yeah. I know Ubisoft Montreal. Uh, okay, that's that's the one. Oh, sorry, Ubisoft Toronto, but the last thing I remember is <laughs> hey, Splinter they... Primal, and I am not... Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 no. I, I think of Splinter Cell Blacklist, which was a decent Oh, that one was decent. Yeah. That was Toronto? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. That was yeah. our first. You know game. what? You know what? Okay. You started off well, and then some. You just you just stumbled. <laughs> All right. There's plenty of time to get back. I up do on. have mm-hmm. one more thing I got to go over, which is the actors and actresses. So quickly before mm-hmm. we do that, we have Camille Cotton as uh, Louis, and she was in Rose. Oh, sorry, Dumped, Stillwater, Allied, and Call My Agent. Um, I don't know those. Um, the next actor is Lambert Wilson, who is playing John. And he, you guys might know this character. He plays uh, Miro Vinigan in Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions. Um, Miro Vinigan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, Catwoman, he plays George Hedar. Hed, Hedare. And then uh, in Timeline, he plays Lord Arnott. Um, moving to the next one, we have Casey Chase, who plays AT. And in uh, their, her, her known... Um, credits is Detroit Become Human just an actress uh, the voice of an actress in that um, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle as Genius Girl uh, Peanuts, Woodstock, Linus Rerun and um, plays in Final Fantasy 15 episode Prompto as Prompto oh. Argentium Argentum okay. So, okay. The, young, the young version of that character oh, okay um we have rudy james jeffcott uh as the officer so the like the kid i guess the, the baby and then the officer um mm-hmm. life is strange 2 as an additional crew trek to yomi as hiroki the kid and bandit number two and arthur or arthur et les enfants de la what is this de la table ronde so like arthur in the, the round table um uh, plays uh arthur as uh the voice for arthur in that okay we have uh, Barbara Weber uh, Scaff as Mima. I don't know who Mima was in this episode, uh, but they're from The Legend yeah, sure. of Calamity Jane. Plays Calamity Jane. Uh, Indigo Prophecy, Valerian in the City of the something or other as Empress Aloy. Oh, God. Oh, and, I get fucking goosebumps anytime somebody brings that game up. I hate that game. I think it's a, it's a, it's a movie. The Indigo, Indigo Prophecy? Oh, no, no sorry. Well, he said Indigo Valerian. Prophecy ends. Valyrian in the city of a thousand something or others. Okay. And then Immortal. Yeah, Yeah, Indigo Prophecy (laughs) is Carla Vent. Indigo Prophecy is a cool opening, and then the rest of it is a game. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Indigo Prophecy is Carla Valenti as the the character she plays. Okay. And then we have two more. Um, Bruce Sherfield and Taylor Gassman as additional voices, and respectively, Bruce is in Detroit Become Human as Adam Chapman. Uh, Cold Hearts... Okay. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 and Black Box and uh, Taylor Gassman plays uh, in Heavy Rain as Jason Mars La Folle Histoire Jason. d'Amour de something or other as uh, Young Kelly and then Legendaire as an actor and that's all okay. the credits we have for this episode but yeah I guess that does it yeah. <laughs> let's get into the outro oh boy Oh, before that, oh, okay. I guess like just just uh, one more time, just going over the quick Easter eggs. Like I said, I think most of them are more Droids. non-Star Wars Easter eggs this time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, World War Two. Oh yeah, sorry. Creed, stuff like that. I was curious though if those server droids were from. Something. Yeah, they look like almost like um, the chef droids from the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, a little well, bit. But they were like more instead of tall, they were more long with, with the multiple arms. Yeah, yeah. So more cyclical uh, than uh, square. Well, if you um, remember episode two in in uh, Dexter Dexter's bar, there's the sir, the hostess thing. Oh yeah. We have time, but, oh, like, easily yeah. more. Yeah, um, about that. I mean, we like the K two droid. Also, we get obviously stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that like movement vehicle. I think a lot of their vehicles were like very like homebrewed <laughs> in terms of it, like it their own like design, yeah. which I like. I like when people have their own like take on you that kind of stuff. Like, it's cool. It just looked like the Mako. <laughs> yeah, they cut the Mako in half. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you get. It's it's the adjustable wheels. That's where yeah, where, where it's like up and in. down. Yeah. yeah, I can climb this eighty-five degree cliff. It's just gonna take twenty-five minutes of pushing <laughs> forward. <laughs> I will okay, this, charge I again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get here. It's a ninety-degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna and do it. They... Shepard, stop it! Yeah. No, you don't understand. And then they give us the goddamn hammerhead, and then I couldn't go up straight angles anymore. Oh no. Oh well. Any other Easter eggs? Uh, I think that's about all I can think of. Awesome. 
well, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you were able to watch the episode before listening to the podcast and you're here now, let us know what you thought about this episode and all the fun little things. If you know more about Studio La Cachette than we do, or maybe you've seen some of the things that they've worked on in the past, please let us know. And Ed, mm-hmm. how can they do that? Very easily, and all this information can be found at voiceoftheforce.com if you miss anything here or something cuts out or something just gets funny and you start laughing. You're like, wait, what? I can't rewind. Don't know. So you can connect to us through email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. You can find us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at voiceforcepod. Anything you retweet or repost does help with growing the listener base, and we do really appreciate it. Now, if you did hear it before, I'm saying it again. And if you love to game, you love to watch streamers, we're doing that too. We're on Twitch. We are twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Join us Tuesdays and Fridays. Those times may vary. Please look at Instagram or Twitter for details on that every Tuesday and Friday, usually throughout the evening. So after five, periodically check in there, see what's going on, or just jump onto the Twitch channel and see if we're live right now. If you follow and hit the little bell, you'll be notified when we go live. There you go. There you go. That's something you can do for it. Please, please, please listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave us a five-star review with a comment, it does help with visibility, so anybody else you tell about the podcast can find it that much easier than you did. And if you do subscribe or follow for free, the latest episode will be released. Well, as soon as it releases, you'll be notified about it just like that thank you very much ed and noah and remember the empire will take your baby and <laughs> force it to fight against you and everything you love but its fencing skills are trash and i thought it would be <laughs> yeah. to, to be fair he's trained by old geezer <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>